News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next, oh, 30 minutes or so. Glad you're along for the ride. We're actually also shooting the videotape of this version of the show. If you would like to see that, it's easy enough. You can go to uh, LouisvilleAnswers.com or LouisvilleQuestions.com, and we are putting those up on a timely basis. In the studio with me, I'm going to surprise him. My son, Greg, starting things hey, off. Hey, hey how's it going? How I'm first this time. Hey. How about that? <laughs> I know. Well, I figured I'd give you a top building. Also here in the studio, Lee Harris, who is legal counsel at Limestone Title and Escrow, and her direct cell phone number, yes, her direct cell phone number is 649-7964. Good to have you here, Lee. Thank you for having me, Bob. Oh, it's a pleasure. Also here, in for a vacationing, Randy Rocky, who deserves a couple of months off uh, for all the work he does, Brian Likens, who's also a loan officer over at Swan Financial, and Brian's direct cell phone number is 773-4834. That is 773-4834. Coming up a little later on in the show, seven factors to consider when choosing a home to retire, and that's a little later on in today's show. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekolder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Jennifer, and yeah. I've got a question for you. Okay. We're considering putting our house on the market. Uh, given how quickly homes are selling for nowadays, and we have small children going to school, is there a possibility of putting a clause on um, when you sell a home that would give you some va- some vacate rate or time frame, maybe 20 days from post-sale of home for you to vacate. Okay, so that, that's a great question, and there are a lot of uh, clients here locally and around the, the country who would love to get more extended time. Greg, oh, yeah. you and our, all of our agents, we got 20 agents, write contracts. It's, it's the old post-possession. Um, mm-hmm. It's a clause where you're asking for time in the house before or after closing. There's multiple ways to do it. Um, so yes, there is a clause that you can write, get with your agent. If you know a good agent, we've got a couple, um, uh, we certainly know how to do that for you, but, uh, that's, it's, it's a simple clause where you're writing it in saying that you need X amount of days before or after on either side of the closing. And, um, you can do it both ways. I might be getting ahead of myself, but But let me just say that there are some guidelines. So asking for 20 days can be difficult. Because most buyers want to move in either the day of possession or within a couple of days if you can get them to agree to that. So two or three days post-possession, that's pretty standard. Uh, But anything further, they're going to probably either turn down or they're going to ask you to pay a per diem of what their monthly mortgage is divided by the number of days in the month. And as Lee can tell you, there can be some uh, sticky legal implications if things go awry, right? Sure. I think what you need is a good post-occupancy agreement that would cover who's insuring the property, um, whose possessions are there, who's covering that. Uh, Is there going to be any money escrowed for damages that might occur, um, you know, when you're moving out and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's... It gets you choked up. Lee, looking at the uh, the form that's online to GLAR, is that legit, or should we go with an attorney like yourself to have one written up? I have one that you can have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, I got you. You have one you can have. You want to go get a drink of water while we go to the next question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Poor Lee. Poor Lee just are all choked up. up. Listen yeah, to that, right. these circumstances. Isn't that you you definitely all, want to make sure you check with your lender as well. And do check with your lender. What are the restrictions from a lender's side, Brian? Uh, I, for some odd reason, I'm 90% confident 60 days. 
So you have 60 days to make sure that, that you get occupancy. Yeah, because you're actually signing an occupancy agreement in your closing package. Ah, right. Oh, yeah. That's a very good point. All right. Good to stuff to know. All right. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekiller, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is Marty. Yeah. I make about 40000 a year and have no bills. How much house can I afford? So, Brian, is that the only thing you worry about, the, I guess the answer really is no, right? There's a lot of other, other factors involved. Yeah, I mean, there, there are quite a few factors. you got your credit report. Um, it's called your debt-to-income ratio. I mean, 40000 you divide that by 12, you take 50%. I mean, it's it's somewhat math that we can kind of look at. Is that at, the basic math formula? Uh-huh. 40, you divide it by 12 uh-huh. and, and then take half of it. Yep, and that comes with a 50% ratio. You you want to be back at off that 50% ratio. It's not the objective to try to go to a 50% back-end ratio, but... Uh, we can kind of make things work and kind of back the numbers down. It's based mainly off monthly payment that you want to figure out what you can afford. And doesn't it also involve how much credit debt you have? Correct. And then what your credit rating is gives you also interest a factor rate. in their interest rate, uh, where you are on that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, the, Marty, it's not so much that 40000 and you'll be able to buy a house, It's but then also down payment is the other issue that you got. The, and I know the, from personal experience yeah. working with Swan, when we yeah. did that for my house, my question was, how much house can I afford? But we went through the processes of seeing what I am comfortable paying. Exactly. And then if that's possible with my income, and mm-hmm. then you go, exactly. you know. Incidentally, for anyone who's thinking, uh, well, have we reached a bubble in the real estate world, both here in Louisville, southern Indiana, and the rest of the country? According to a new buy versus rent, it's a BH&J index. The U.S. housing market has continued to move deeper into buy territory, supporting the belief that housing markets across the country remain a sound investment. This new index is a quarterly report, and in today's housing market, they do ask the question, is it better to rent or buy? And the index examined the entire U.S. housing market and then isolated 23 major cities for comparison. And while 12 of the 13 metropolitan markets examined move further into buy territory, only markets like Dallas or Denver and Houston are currently deep into rent territory, where rents are still cheaper than the cost of homes. The good thing about the Louisville and southern Indiana area is that our housing increasing in prices to buy has only appreciated on average about 3% per year. Even though we dropped back, because of the debacle of everything in the mortgage industry between 2007 and 2012, and we've pretty much regained that territory, we've come back in housing prices, we're still only appreciating about 3% per year. Some areas are higher, some are lower. Now, I'm the first one to jump on board and say, you know, these appraisers, they're, they don't allow value even though there's a demand but on the other hand, it's the appraisers who are really riding shotgun over a, the price increases. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. They've got a tough job. And in places, for example, like Denver and our buddy Greg Chris Rattay, who's out oh, in yeah. Boulder, yep. he was on the air a couple of months ago talking about the fact that his entry-level home, a three-bedroom, one-bath, no basement, their homes start at $650,000. Well, that's the scary thing. I think that's why everyone's so up in arms about these reports is that where where, where do you go? It's supply and demand is real, and Louisville is on a very short supply. So wh- what do the appraisers do? Do they, they have to kind of continue that curve, and where right, does they that do. curve end? Right. Does it end in Colorado? Well, we hope. But, we, we hope <laughs> but we're if, stable is what you're saying. We're stable, and hopefully if we ever get to the point where an entry-level home is 650000 
the paychecks for folks who are entry level are going to be commensurate with that as well. That's that's and but it's not that case in Boulder. It hasn't caught up with the cost of homes. And if you look at the rate of growth in Boulder compared to us, it is leaps and bounds to what they're doing. Go take a look at some of the right, but they're being held back even even then as well as they're doing. They're being held back by the fact that you can't find a place to buy inventory. inventory. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHS. Good morning. Hi, this is Janie. Yeah. I'm getting married in July. My fiancé and I are started, starting to look for a house to buy. Any precautions we should take if we buy one before being married? So that's a, first of all, congratulations, Jamie, on getting married. So let's talk to Lee, who's back from a drink of water. You feeling better? Yes, thank you. Okay, so <laughs> that's good. So let's talk about what Jamie faces in the way of problems for her other than how much she loves this person. Right. right. But, but what happens if the marriage dissolves or they break up before they get married? How can you address that? Sure. Um, you can both be on title. That's probably what I would suggest because you're going to both be hopefully living in the house for a long, long time together. Um, if something were to go wrong and, and perhaps <clears throat> one of you wanted to leave, then you always can do what you call a quick claim deed. You can deed your interest to the other person. Um, and, of course, there could be some kind of settlement agreement or whatnot, depending on how much each person put in, say, to the down payment or the closing costs or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I think it's – I mean, it happens quite often that people who are not yet married or who are not married at all um, purchase a property, and they just both want to be on title to protect each person's interest. So when you get married, there's – in many cases, you'll – maybe you'll both agree to do a prenuptial agreement. Is there something like that? If you are not married yet, maybe planning to get married, but something that states who gets what or what part of the house in the event the relationship dissolves. Sure. If you're at that point and you want to do some kind of agreement, you can say, look, if it doesn't work out or we don't end up getting married Mm -hmm. or even down the road, um, we split up. I'm going to get my money back or you're going to get your money back or we're going to split the house 50-50 or we're going to sell it or I'm going to keep it and you're going to agree to walk away. Two consenting adults can agree to anything, mm-hmm. you know, like Get that. it in writing. Get it in writing. Get it also done by an attorney likely so that – or Lee, because that helps in the event down the road something happens. Listen, we all have hopes that our relationships, marriages are going to last for uh, ever, but the facts are – what is there, 50% of all marriages end in divorce? Right. <laughs> That's unfortunate, but I understand. Hey, listen, by the way, if you would like to see – some of the videos that we produce, uh, Greg does a great job with his team. Head to LouisvilleHomesTV.com. That's LouisvilleHomesTV.com, all one word. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Stephanie. Yeah. I just bought a St. Joseph statue from Amazon, and I wanted to know how to plant it in the yard for the best results. Okay. So my recommendation for that St. Joseph statue is you want to plant it upside down next to a sign that says the Socolor Medley team. <laughs> that will give you the best results in terms of selling your home. For the layman, what, what is a saint? <laughs> it's not a statue? This is a plant? No, it's a little statue. Oh, you can get big ones. No, you, didn't, you haven't heard about that? If no. You do a Google search okay, on your computer right, right now. Okay. Plant St. Joseph statue. So he was the saint of, what am I thinking? He was like the saint of... Traveling or something? I don't know about traveling. Greg will have it in a second. It'll be up. But it, he, the, the theory is if you plant, and I've done some research in the past, and I've had it on the show years ago. We talked about it. Turn it upside down, head down, and then plant it 
next to, I always say, a sign of the Sukkot. Okay, I'm it's a shameless plug, but I had to get it in there. But that did, did you get it? Did you pick it? Are you still there? All right. Well, we're gonna. I think we'll it's do, saying you'll sell the house the next day. No, <laughs> well, listen, it, it does. That oh, is it. If it's next oh, to the Sukkot okay. no, Medley I team. I see yeah. this. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Saint Joseph Statue. Go get one and play it next to the Sukkot Medley team. You'll see what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, or just put it next to any other agent out there. But you'll get a better chance if you do us. We're rocking and rolling this year. All right, we're gonna take a break. And uh, come back for more of your questions. And also, the seven factors to consider when choosing a home to retire. And for a lot of us who are baby boomers, this is important information. We'll get to that in just a minute. In the studios with us, we've got some great folks here helping to keep our show moving. we got uh, my son, Greg, who I love and adore, is my son. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel. Uh, at the Limestone title at 649-7964. And Brian Likens over at Swan Financial at 773-4834. And, of course, you can reach me anytime at the 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-227. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information, other restrictions may apply. Shopping for a home? The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top-producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award-winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425-6000 today. Whether investing in the best entrepreneurs on Shark Tank or hiring the best real estate agents at the Corcoran Group, doing my homework on them ahead of time was critical. So which agent do I recommend in your area? In Louisville, I would call Bob Sokoler. Bob outsells every agent in Louisville year after year and attracts thousands of buyers every month. That's why he can guarantee to sell your home at a price and a deadline you agreed to or Bob will buy it. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Bob Sekoler, Sekoler Medley Team. You're going to reach me at 376 here in the studio. Ryan Likens, who is with Swan Financial at 
773-4834. Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. We close with them all the time. They do great jobs. 649-7964. And my son, Greg, who can be reached uh, by email at greg at com. So you've been researching a little bit on the St. Joseph statue during the break? Yeah, it is on Amazon.com. And I, uh, what are they selling it for, just out of curiosity? Out of curiosity, $8.06. That is on Prime. Because uh, you can buy it at uh, DuPont at the um, bookstore there, the Christian bookstore, I think, yeah. as I remember. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so for those who don't know, I, I had to research myself. It's just a sign of faith. You know, we... we Give any ability to sell your house if you can show a potential buyer and you want to attract somebody necessarily. This is just showing that you believe in faith and prayer um, to help sell your home. And certainly that can be in this market something that certainly needs to be done. Well, I have a little more detail for you. So there's a site called saint-josephstatue.com. And they have a whole thing on burying the statue. It's most commonly buried upside down facing the house next to a for sale sign in some cases, which is why I say next to a Sokolar Medley team. And then um, it tells about the background of the of St. Joseph and the whole theory of it. Um, but it, it, it's, it's interesting. A lot of people have tried it, and it works in theory. I mean, I'm sure it also has to do with something of your agent. Yeah, as we always say, the little things can help. It so. does. Everything helps. Faith helps, all, and especially oh. on a Sunday morning if people go into church. That's for sure. That's a bit of believe it. All right. Uh, seven factors to consider when uh, choosing a home to retire, and especially if you, like me, are a baby boomer. Not so much maybe for you, Greg, but first of all, affordability. It may be easy to purchase your home today, but think long-term about your monthly costs. Account for property taxes, insurance, HOA fees, utilities, all things that will be due whether or not you have a mortgage on the property. Remember that. Equity. If you have equity in your current home, you may not be able to apply it to the purchase of your next home. Maintaining a healthy amount of home equity gives you a source of emergency funds to tap in in case of a problem. Also, equity in your uh, you have in your current home may be enough to purchase your retirement home with little or no mortgage. Brian, if you are retired and you go to buy, or, buy a new home and you need to take out a loan, you then look at what incoming income from assets uh, that they've accumulated, the folks have accumulated? Yeah, you can actually do an asset-based loan. Uh, they have somewhere, like say you've got a significant amount of money in your checkings or savings. Uh-huh. They can actually figure that out a mathematical formula on a distribution of that. But what happens... I mean, if it's in their checking or savings, you use that for the basis for the loan, but they could always take that out. Do you not attach that? You can. That's the risk. The, the unbelievable thing about the yeah. market right now is the amount of loan products that are starting to come out again. Uh, so so let's back up here. So 2007, uh-huh. uh, things went haywire because of what had been happening earlier in the decade. So everybody shut down. Uh, there used to be a thing where you can go in and say, hey, Brian, I make $100,000 a year, and I want a home, and you'd say? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> no documentation. No docs alone, right? That's correct. That went away. But they're now coming back. Oh, yes. So that's what you're getting at. So yes. it's coming back. That's good. Maintenance. Something else we should consider as we age. Our tolerance for cleaning gutters, raking leaves, shoveling snow can go right out the window. In fact, even cleaning windows <laughs> can be a problem <laughs> as we get older. So... As with a condominium or low-maintenance needs can be a literal lifesaver if your health or physical abilities are in decline. 
Security is another thing. Elderly homeowners can be targets of scams or break-ins. Living in a home with security features such as a maintained gate guard, a resident-only access, a security system can also bring peace of mind. So you want to think about that. Something else that's important, pets. When renting won't do if a dog can't come too, as an old saying. The companionship of pets can provide emotional and physical benefits. So evaluate your options when you're going to find a place where you want to retire and make sure that you can bring along Fido or Kitty and be with you. Also, mobility. No one wants to picture themselves in a wheelchair or walker, but the home layout must be able to accommodate limited mobility if that's what happens to you. You need to be able to accomplish that because uh, the alternative is having to sell and then go into assisted living. Also, finally, convenience. Is the new home close to the golf course or shopping or dining? Do you have amenities within easy walking distance? These can all add to the value of the home that you end up buying. And we've got, just so you know, agents who can help you. If that's what your thoughts are, you can give me a call at 376-5483. Back to the phones we go. Good morning. Bob Segola, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Hello. Hey, Bob. This is John. Yeah. Um, we're in the process of signing documents, and we noticed that we're being requested to put the time along with the date, and I'm wondering why that's important. That's a great question, John. And for that, we turn to somebody who used to be on the Kentucky Real Estate Commission as their attorney. The, the, the commission's no longer in existence because they've changed all that, right? But you would know of anybody, Lee Harris. Yes. Um, the reason that um, the law asks you to put the date and the time is because that allows people to track when you actually initialed or signed each page. So what a lot of people do is they sign at the bottom or initial at the bottom and they put 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, then it's showing you really didn't read those pages, right? However, if you're actually tracking your time, it's probably going to take you a minute or two or three to read each page. And then at the end, it will show that you actually did read each section before you initialed or, or signed it. And it shows when changes were made. So let's say somebody makes a change. Uh, then you can say, oh, yes, well, this was originally uh, initialed at 102. And mm-hmm. then the, the next day uh, it was uh, changed. And we now see that, that this time has has passed. So let me ask you a question. Because I heard a long time ago that there was a law case where the there was a challenge that the person wrote, one o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock, and they, the, the, however the lawsuit w- worked out, the contention was no one could have actually read this, so I didn't really read it because I just wrote this down, and I don't know if they won or not. Do you know the case study I'm talking about? No, but that's the reason that we put that in the law is because mostly people were either just putting the date and they weren't putting the time, time. or if they did put the time, they were always just putting the same time. So we tried to train agents to say, look, when they're going through this, tell them you need to look at your watch at the end of each page and say – one o'clock, one o three, one o six. So right. therefore, you can prove that you've read that them. you've and read. I, and yeah. I've had some classes with Lee, and she's a very great teacher. And she's taught mm-hmm. us that there are specific documents, such as agency disclosure, that need to be signed beforehand. That if, if things do go awry, they, they, attorneys will go back to make sure the agent gave documents in the proper date, time, format. So you're saying sign the agency disclosure first and time it oh, yeah. to show that they signed it first. I have a feeling there are a couple of agents who are listening to us right now going, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So, okay, we got <laughs> now we know, right? All right. Absolutely. If you'd like to hear what the buyers or sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com or LouisvilleBuyersTalk.com, or you can read our reviews on Zillow. You can go to LouisvilleZillow.com. 
Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hi, Bob. This is Paige. Yeah. Every time I find a home and want to buy it, it sells before I get a chance to put in an offer. How can I win and get my dream home? Okay. So there's a couple of things. Poor Paige. So let's talk about this, Greg, because we train with our agents all the time of a variety of things. In fact, this has happened in the past couple of weeks. We've had multiple offers on multiple multiple homes that we have listed. And that is, it's so difficult because it's not so much the ones that get the offer. It's the ones who we have to say to them and their agents, well, you didn't get the offer. I guarantee you right now there's people out there looking to buy and sell that are listening to us that have had this happen to them. Because yeah. if they're looking in the, we know, the hundred to $300,000 price point where inventory is very, very light, uh, you're going to go up against the best of the best agents and offers that are out there. And if you don't have an agent who has the tools in the box to help you win a multiple bid situation, yep. uh, things like... So let's talk about tools in the box. Uh, escalation, escalation clause, clause with, with a cap. cap. Right. Um, there are... And if you don't know what that is, uh, folks, we're more than happy to explain. We're not going to take time now out of this to, to explain. We've got too many calls waiting, but you can always call me at 376-5483, and I make this offer to agents. If you don't know, please don't don't hesitate to call me or call Lee and we'll explain it to you. It's a very interesting, very important part that's now legal to be allowed here. Also, letter. Well, well, letters, writing letters, different ways to look at concessions if you ha- if you need them, different ways to attack the seller, not attack, but to, to offer the seller something as, fe- as enticing as possible to look good up against another offer. So, for example, let's say a $2,000 minimum. So, in other words, in the, in the inspection, you might write in for uh, your buyer or for a buyer – that if the home inspections reveal problems under $2,000, the buyer won't make any requests for repairs. Yep. It gets a little technically because you got to determine, well, who's saying it's 2000 or below or above. But that is a possibility. Sure. And also, you could also ask, um, you know, if, if there are other offers on the table and what are the terms and conditions of those offers so that your buyer kind of has knowledge of what's out there already so that they could perhaps make a better offer. So, Greg, say to me, you're the buyer's agent, I'm the seller's agent, and say, yeah. are there other offers? Are there any other, are there other offers on the table? Bob? Yes. Okay. How many? There's three. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll do a couple things. No, what Lee's saying is, but now ask me, um, Lee, ask me the question. What are the terms and conditions of those other offers? Are you kidding me? Well, I know. We're going to give up position? I on know. The well, well, that's why I wouldn't ask make that your, I know you're make, not giving me no, that information. No, that's right. <laughs> make your best and final by tomorrow night, 6 p.m., and we'll be happy to tell you whether or not you... So listen, that's exactly right, but that's that's the way and it works. Battling appraisal is another one. That's another oh, special yeah. thing that we mm. we know about. We've got some keys in, in looking at appraisals. If you're going to offer above, when we talk about the esca- the escalation clause with the cap, there are ways to look in, into preventing an appraisal issue. And if you don't know what this that could true. be, this one you give need us to a call because yeah, we're yeah, not exactly we won't give that one out. Three seven six five four eight three. You missed one of our past shows on eight forty WHS. No problem. Head to LouisvilleRealEstateRadio.com. Or go to Apple's iTunes podcast tab and search for Louisville Real Estate Radio, and you'll find us there. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob, this is Jeff. Yeah. I'm a first-time home buyer, and I'm wondering if there's any kind of loan out there with no down payment. So we were just talking a little bit about that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Jeff. we got multiple products now that are starting to develop. Um, We've got some with zero money down. Um, we've got one with 1% down. We've got one with 1.5% down, down to a 580 credit score. Uh, depending upon your profile, it's going to have to fit on which product that we might have available for you. But 
Um, there's some really great programs out there. You don't have to have a lot of money to put down. That's a stereotype. And there are other programs coming on the market all the time. The question is, are you ready to buy and can you find a home that will fit your needs? Lee, we always say if a home fits 75% of what you're looking for, go for it. The always, there's always a question what will happen, what will turn up in inspections or what will turn up with appraisals. But those are things that every buyer overcomes if they want the home enough. Absolutely. And, and, and if there is short inventory, you know, you do have to, you do have to sometimes concede some things that you might want too. And know. be creative. Right. And Absolutely. be creative. And Greg, if we're going to represent a buyer, it's most important that we are ready to move and get out them, get them out into the community and see the homes the day they come on the market because next day it's going to be too late. If not before. We've got some sleuthy agents that will find those houses before they hit the market. So you just – and not to toot our own horn. Most, there's a lot of agents out there, but they know the market's crazy right now. you got to get out there and you got to be ready and your agent needs to be ready. Right. If you are a single agent, we feel for you. Give me a call because you might want to join our team. But most important – Teams work well because of the sharing. Of and that's why you see a lot of those teams forming. <clears throat> that's right. There are a lot forming. Well, we are out of time. Our thanks to Brian Likens from Swan Financial at 773-4834. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 649-7964. Thank you, guys. Thank you. My son, Greg. Thank you, Greg, at WeSellLouisville.com. And, yes, of course, you can reach me anytime, day or night. <laughs> Bob at WeSellLouisville.com or... You can call me at 376-5483. We will see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.